Hey guys, welcome to Self Starters, a podcast where we talk about all things to do with startup businesses. Hi, I'm Kong. And I'm Justin. And we are the duo who quit our jobs and started the farm. Now, before we get into this episode, this episode has been brought to you by our sponsor, Evernote. Hi, welcome to Evernote. Evernote is a way to capture all your experiences and access them from anywhere. Type a note, store documents, record audio, capture a photograph, or any other moment you want to remember. Evernote saves and synchronizes your digital life across all your devices. No matter where you are, Evernote is with you. Use it to stay more organized. Plan your next trip. Design and manage a project. Clear your paper clutter. Capture a moment. And always find what you need. Life is full of experiences, and Evernote helps you capture, manage, and remember them all. Today, especially in the light of shutdown caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, we're going to be talking about small businesses in the digital age. Our guests will be sharing their experiences with the transition to business automation and online world, the challenges they face, and how they overcome their issues. So, first guest for our first episode, a duo just like Kong and I, two friends who own a gym startup. We have with us today, Joey and Jinying from Sweatlab Fitness, a gym based in Sentol. Hey guys, please introduce yourselves. Hi everyone, my name is Joey and I'm the founder of Sweatlab Fitness. Hi, I'm Jinying and I'm the co-founder of Sweatlab Fitness. So, as Justin mentioned just now, we both own a fitness gym called Sweatlab Fitness located at Sentol Depot. Just for some background, how did both of you come up with the idea of starting your own studio in the first place? Our story began after we met, which funny enough, actually we met at a, a fitness centre before. Our friendship grew really fast because we are interested in the same thing, which is fitness. Because of our common interests, we eventually decided to open our very, very own gym. Hmm, interesting. So, what was the most difficult part for you two when opening your very first gym? Um, actually, our main problem was scouting a suitable location for our gym. But back then, fitness was re- really trendy at that time and many gyms started to appear everywhere. Right. If you see right now, gyms are everywhere now. Yeah. So, that's why we try to set ourselves apart by offering fitness classes in our gym. So, we offering some fitness classes such as sweat climb, sweat yoga, sweat zumba and sweat cycle for our classes. And you're offering some of these classes too, right? I mean, these are fitness classes. Isn't it difficult conducting an entirely physically involved class online? Say for like our farm, we have a website to take orders that we then send through a third-party delivery service. So, it's as simple as that. I can't imagine having to provide a service such as yours online. Well, our gym is pretty well known for our online sweat yoga and sweat Zumba classes. So for those who are not familiar with a Zumba in particular, it is a group workout where participants can follow the dance step of an instructor. Because of that, we realized that Zumba is fun and simple enough to be conducted and performed from home, just like yoga. Why? This is why we start offering those classes online. And what helped with our decision was we realized that the majority of people we talk to who are not always at the gym because there are lack of motivation we require them to get up and leave from their house. Because of that, we figured out that the next best thing was to we need to bring out the trend of the gym to them. 
By being able to attend our classes from the comfort of their own home, they wouldn't need to travel to our gym to keep fit to or doing their own exercise. Um, so we even had a sweat lab app developed because we really wanted to make a push taking our gym online. We integrated our classes right into our sweat lab app. The app not only grants access to our classes and building, but also has reminders for attending classes. There are even rewards for being consistent with attending classes using our app from our health and fitness partners such as GNC and MyProtein. By having the classes at home and pairing it with the reminders as well as rewards, we create a sense of motivation for them to partake in maintaining a healthy lifestyle by removing all the hassle for them. Wow, that's honestly brilliant. Being able to put a service like that online is something neither Justin and I would have thought of. Yeah, Kong. I mean, what else could we do online besides selling vegetables? Wait, actually, maybe we could start some farming lessons or something along those lines. Hmm, possibilities. But, so I'm just curious, guys. Could you tell us how business has been doing since the pandemic? Because honestly, business at the physical gym storefront itself mustn't be doing good. Hmm, to be honest, we struggled at first. Our gym saw about 40% of our subscriptions being cancelled between March and April. We had no other options but to send our trainers and staff on unpaid leaves. I was so stressed out and I even had this silly thought of closing down our gym, but it was Jingyi who kept motivating me and eventually I changed my mind. So I mean, yeah, because we have worked so hard, so hard for this for so long time to come this far, so I wouldn't let this anything send in our way. You know, but I'm sure your online classes became really popular with everyone staying at home. Yes, our online fitness classes saw a huge bomb in interest, especially Sweat Zumba, since a lot of people grew concerned about their fitness, especially with cardio. You'll be surprised at just how enthusiastic a lot of people are at being able to stay fit with the help of an instructor online. Wow. You know, like Kong mentioned just now, it really is insanely brilliant how you two were able to you know, offer something so traditionally physically present, you know, fitness classes at a gym, but over the internet. Really, really amazing work, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Well, anyway, you two, thanks for coming on the show, but that's all the time we have. It was a pleasure having you guys. No problem, guys. All right. Before moving on, we'll be hearing a little bit from our sponsor, Wix, followed by Pulang by Insomniacs. So stay tuned. So you landed a new client that needs a killer website. With Wix, you'll be confident that you can design an exceptional web experience using advanced design tools, custom interactions and animations on our visual editor. You'll create that wow effect. And your client? They'll find their brand voice and win customers over. Wix, always evolving. Kita 
Welcome back listeners. Our next guest on the show is Ashley Chia. She is a private tutor teaching English, Maths and Science to secondary school students. We'll be talking to her about her transition from working at a tuition centre to being a private tutor and how she has taken her tutoring business online. Hello Ashley, pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for having me guys. So yes, I'm Ashley and I'm a private tutor offering online classes. Interesting. Before we get into the meat of it, could you explain how you started giving off private tuition to your students? Well, before the MCO started, I was actually giving part-time tuition at a tuition centre teaching secondary students. However, due to the pandemic outbreak, I was unfortunately let go from the tuition centre as it also had to close down due to financial struggles. Hmm, that must be really, really difficult for you, right? So, what made you decide to carry on teaching? Well, when I started working at the centre, I learned that I really loved and enjoyed teaching students. So, I decided to continue on giving tuition classes, but by doing it independently. Actually, now that I'm on my own, it is easier to handle and my time is more flexible compared to when I was at the centre. Especially with the current pandemic, it's great that I've been able to keep my job by giving out online tuition. Now, Ashley, how did you find the transition to being a private tutor, you know, from teaching at the centre? Because speaking for myself, because Kong was a photographer prior to our joint venture with the farm, I was an oil palm plantation manager, you know, and while my experience there greatly helped us, owning a farm is still a lot harder than just managing one, you know, even with Kong by my side. Yes, actually, my previous experience in tutoring has fully carried over since it's really no different than being under a centre. As much as I love the flexible hours, a downside would be that I won't have as many resources as I had back then at the centre. I now have to make my own notes, own exercise questions, and even study tips for my students. So, how did you get started? Like, I bet it was really difficult compared to when you were at the tuition centre, right? Yes, honestly, the start was pretty hard. I didn't know where or even how to begin, but you know, thanks to the internet, so many things that were once hard to do are now very easy to accomplish. I first went to online tutor websites to register myself as an online tutor candidate to advertise my services there. I also had some advantages as I had contacts of my previous students while teaching at the tuition centre. So I contacted them and told them about my private tutoring. Slowly, they started telling their friends, classmates, and I started getting more and more calls and inquiries. Wow, it's amazing how there's an online service for anything. But anyway, Ashley, how do you keep track of your students' progress or homework? I would normally conduct my classes online via Zoom course or even Skype, and I will also upload my notes and practice exercises online, which are also very easily accessible by my students. So they will complete their exercises and submit it to me. And with everything being online, this also helps save paper and it makes it even more convenient in marking their work, as I can do it digitally and wherever I am. Also, I don't have to spend time cross-referencing an answer sheet while marking my students' work because all their work is digital and I can very easily automate the marking process. So, it must be a little different or tough even having to teach online compared to face-to-face classes, right? Like, has that slowed you down in any way? Well, it is not difficult but it's definitely different and something new to adapt to for, for now, you know, with the new normal. 
dealing with the lack of human contact and also not being able to be physically there for the students certainly is a challenge. But regardless of all the obstacles, teaching is and always will be a challenging field because you are dealing with people constantly. So this challenge works just like the rest of the challenges that come with teaching. And working with it as we go is how we deal with it. So I wouldn't say it is hard to handle, but it is all about how you approach it and how well you understand your students. Hmm. Well, by the sound of it, you're doing a really great job with your students. A great job indeed. I agree, Kong. But unfortunately, that's all the time we have. Ashley, any pointers you'd like to give to teachers out there? You know, perhaps going through the exact same thing as you? Mm, yes, I know it's hard having to take your classes online right now. But once you master the many tools, especially online, you're good to go. Really good stuff there, Ashley. You know, we had a great time with you on the show. Yeah, thanks, Ashley, for being here today. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. It was great being here. Wow, Kong. Really interesting digitally adapted business stories today. Yeah, who knew that there would be small businesses out there that are fully adapted to the digital market? Yeah, Kong, who knew? But, uh, you know, anyway, that's the end of our episode. If you guys would like to talk to us too, you can reach us at our email, selfstarters at gmail.com. You can also listen to our self-starters on Spotify, Apple Music and YouTube channel at Self-Starters Podcast. And with that, we'll be leaving you folks with How You Like That by Blackpink. Until next time. Bye.